Hi there, and welcome to episode number 63 of the Couch on Ice podcast. Uh, before we get in some hockey news, I kind of just want to bring up another sport really quick and talk about the craziest weekend of football I have ever had being a fan. And I mean, there was a lot of games to talk about, but I specifically just have one to bring up. And I'm going to throw over to Chase in a second here, but the Chargers Raiders game. Oh my God. But Chase, just to appease to maybe some of our football fans, do you want to kind of bring up some other? There were some other uh, crazy yeah. games. Well, there was going just on. crazy playoff implications, eh? Like, Very. it was just nuts. And it all went like the opposite way that was kind of sensible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Uh, like, the Eagles playing the Bucks was probably the last thing I oh, see coming. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, that, like, the, how it ended up is just, it's so strange and so crazy. So many good teams playing good teams now. Yeah, exactly. So it was just the most wild thing and like everything weird that could happen seemingly happened just to make sure Ben made the playoffs. Yeah, just like, to make sure Big Ben makes playoffs. And he's close on, I think, like being second for the most wins on a single franchise or something like that. As a quarterback, uh, I I can't remember. I think he's only like three, yeah, well, there's a lot three of or four away. Broken now because they have that fucking eighteenth week. Yeah, there's like a nineteen records broken. Yeah, I know, weekend. right? It's like, oh wow, amazing! It's, hey, it's like, wow, why? these guys are having good seasons, <laughs> but they're getting a full extra game, some which could be an extra two hundred yards for a running back or three hundred, four hundred throwing yards like for a quarterback. So. No shit, hey? Yeah, it was, just, <laughs> it was just epic. Like that, and well, having the Thursday night, like we talked about at the end of last episode yeah. of oh. hockey, and then that on top, like I'm just in heaven here, dog. Like I had the best week of sports. Epic. And <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, yesterday. This, was, or, yeah. this, Actually, this week's weekend, been great. Games on Saturday. Yeah, they did. The NFL on Saturday. Like, man, it was just great game after great game. There was the odd not great game but even like the teams that shouldn't have had good games or it shouldn't have been that great of a game they were just super good games like the yeah. lions and yeah <laughs> yeah Rogers or whatever the jordan the Packers, if the, if he could uh if yeah, he could yeah that's right <laughs> yeah buddy uh you they're actually three and 13 matt stafford has looked so good since the trade. Not that he's on our team anymore, of course, but like I can still cheer for the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of have to yeah, when you're a Detroit Lions fan. The one Man, thing that's cool though is Sarah's cousin is Jared Goff, and now he's a Lion. No <laughs> way. He's our starting quarterback too. Yeah, no way. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Insane. That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, the Lions are actually not that bad. I'm actually so surprised at their record. Like, it blows me away. If you actually look <laughs> at some wins? of their games, if, yeah, if you look at some <laughs> of the games they played, like, they lost, yeah. like, a few points, like, under a touchdown, so many games. They were like, pretty competitive all year. Per- yeah, other than just no, Jared is- Goff not being good enough. Tell <laughs> <laughs> tell Sarah we said that. Um, <laughs> No, I just, uh, I had to bring this up quick because I'm going to talk about that Raiders-Chargers games for a second. 
because I have never seen a quarterback make so many fourth down attempts in my life than Herbert. I think he made like five out of yeah, six he's... or seven out of eight or something. Six Herbie's out of seven. Love bug, buddy. We, Man, we, I love him. He's love he's pretty good. I'm I'm actually kind of like distraught that they're not in the playoffs because they had such a good season, the Chargers. And, yeah, hey, and, it was like uh, almost he needed a slap in the face. Well, the Chargers, like, as a or something, yeah, being young, like it sucks, man. I fully agree. They were and good enough for myself. Them. The Chargers are like I have a very soft spot for the Chargers because as a kid, I had a DS. And I used to play this Madden 05 on it, and for some reason, I would always pick the Chargers. I don't know why. I think it's because their running back was super fast in the game. So I just loved having a fast running back. Yeah, it was and, probably like Ladainley and Tomlinson. Yeah, exactly. Philip Rivers or something. Dumb. Oh yeah, I had Philip Rivers for sure. And um, I loved the Chargers. We were so I'd always win with them. But like that was when I was like five, six years old, right? So I didn't know football. But I have a soft spot for them for that, just for that moment. But this game, just Chargers coming oh, back from uh, fifteen points in the third quarter to come mm-hmm. back and. In the last play, tie it, and then dr- run the whole the charge. Or sorry, the Raiders getting down, getting that field goal with what was it like six minutes left, something like that, in overtime. And the Chargers just willing their way downfield with another fourth down, fourth down play, and get tie it yet again somehow. Like it was just insane. And tied up with a minute left in overtime. And then Raiders come down, get close enough for a field goal and end it. It's just yeah, just yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. I was so happy because I was literally talking to my uncle the day of that game before it had happened. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, at least you're not a Steelers fan. We're going to f- miss the playoffs this year, which I'm – not as accustomed to because we're pretty we've been pretty good for a while well and, it's just the fact that like it didn't seem right for ben to just have his last game a regular season yeah game. like no nope. he was gonna end in the playoffs this is how it is it's ben like yeah he's <laughs> been like our rock for like 40 <laughs> years straight <laughs> like yeah. guys 80 80 years old like you could have th- yeah you could have threw one completion all year they would have found their way to the playoffs just <laughs> Year off the fact that yeah tj there. watt man <laughs> tj watt will just sack every play <laughs> i love him he's so good but yeah no oh, i yeah. so happy we made playoffs i know we're always first round exit haha ha, laugh at the steelers fan but like yeah it's okay at least we're a playoff team and we're not the chargers <laughs> so i'll take it yeah that's a tough one for the chargers i kind of so tough i'm so sad I'm like oh random chargers fan um, yeah i just became even more of a chargers fan simply because of uh like the fantasy yahoo fantasy um yeah Liz loza does like an eckler's edge where like they literally talk about fucking a couple of things or whatever fantasy wise every week and it's like the greatest thing on earth it's like so cool there's like an actual player and he's like one of the best run second best running back or fantasy option this yeah year or something like that yeah and he's just a fantasy host. Oh man! <laughs> like, like my uh, shit on earth. <laughs> he, don't even mention it. Like feels fuck. so bad for him. <laughs> he didn't make a playoffs. Man, the um, my girlfriend's sister's boyfriend. He's in a fantasy league and he's a massive football fan. Like how we are with hockey, he is with football. 
and he comes up and we're talking about his fantasy league a little bit. He's like, dude, I'm killing it this year. I got the partnership of Herbert and the running back. The Chargers running oh, back. And Eckler. And, yeah, and Eckler there. And they yeah, are that's just what I'm talking about. Now. Yeah, yeah. I just mine slipped my name. But um and they're just tearing it like you're saying, right? So I know exactly what you're talking about in fantasy because he yeah. talked about for like fifteen minutes straight how like amazing oh, these, yeah, amazing balls these two were this year. Yeah, it was awesome. They'd have like Herbert on there and Herbert apparently his dad had him in in fantasy. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Great. That's so good. So That's such a feel good yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, they're just talking about or they like every week or whatever, every couple of weeks they'd have people on. So they had like actors and shit on and stuff like that. Like Chav Antonio cool. Brown on. Other yeah, other <laughs> uh, other players and stuff like Melvin Gordon and whatnot. Yeah. They're and they're just talking about their fantasy football oh. <laughs> and stuff. It's just, just oh. wild like imagine like nobody's like ever done that in any other sport we'd love <laughs> to see it who uh, who our uh fantasy uh dudes are in the nhl in the nhl i don't know if there is any i, I hear them I'm bring sure it up once f- for an ad oh no i've totally heard of some i i've listened to a podcast or two where there's one uh i don't remember what it's called but I've definitely like listened to some. I hear that McDavid guy's pretty good. Yeah, he he's decent. Usually, whoever's got McDavid's in first in fantasy hockey, isn't that how it is in our league, Chase? As in, uh, just for the first twenty game? games, thirty games when he gets uh like two points per game. I think he's still in first though because I've been Nobody's tailing him. McDavid. Nobody's yeah, really. Still, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. he's gonna be the. Yeah, he is still in... I'm, he's not gonna yeah. score there, probably. I'm hoping not. I'm trying. I'm trying to climb. I'm so. I'm so close, man. I'm having such a good season, fantasy. Yeah. For no, for I'd me. Like to know who our NHL uh, Austin Eckler is, or our fantasy, our fantasy game. <laughs> David Perron. Cool. I know John Carlson is wicked in fantasy. Yeah, John Carlson. No, I'm not just talking like how good they are in fantasy. Like actually being like a host on a show and oh, like, okay, like Eckler did. Yeah, or yeah. Eckler does. Gotcha. Every week or whatever. Yeah, I don't know Who's if there's doing? any. I mean, yeah, I like, I, I was listening. I heard that like TJ Oshie doesn't even know like the names of half the NHLers. That he only <laughs> knows the big dogs and maybe that. <laughs> like, yeah, so. yeah. Like I said, I've never really heard much about that. No, me neither. Uh, but boy, should we get into some hockey this week? Oh, I guess we could. Uh, what games? Let's talk about some games that we watched. Chase, do you have any games you'd like to bring up? Uh, I want to bring up some just nasty goals. Um, so I think it was the day before January fourth, Wednesday, I believe it was, where Nashville. I think I missed bringing this up on the last podcast. But did you guys see Philip Forsberg's second goal in the Vegas game? Because it was just nasty. He blocks a shot. Goes and retrieves it as he's going down the ice, one on one against Petrangelo, and he flips the puck up over his stick and like bats it and goes around and scores. It was like I oh dude, like half of the reason I go to the ODR and stuff is to basically flip pucks around and shit like that and just screw around. Yeah, that, and that was he awesome. Literally did that, and I was like, oh my god, my eyes just. Got massive, but I saw Barkov do the same thing. Uh, in, in the other, what, what game was that? It wasn't too too long ago. Shit, the uh, they just Calgary game. No, not Calgary. Recent, like more recent. Uh, Dallas game. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas game. 
yeah, that's six five Dallas game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he did like the same kind of thing, flipping the puck up. But yeah, definitely go watch that Forsberg uh, against Vegas, um, January fourth, I think it was. That was yep. just the grossest goal man like i love that shit like people gotta start flipping the pucks up and yeah i love when they do like well we've seen forsberg do this even better though when he flipped it over what's his name's head (laughs) and he just didn't score so rare yeah it seems so rare you don't get to see it very much when it actually works eh? yeah he is probably the him and Zegris are probably the two that try the most interesting moves in the NHL. No doubt, like, man. Like every every no game doubt. or two, it's a must-watch hockey. Like, imagine how many tickets Forsberg brings in when he's healthy, like just for that. No doubt. Just to score a goal <laughs> like that. He could do nothing the rest of the game, and it's worth it. <laughs> just yeah, for yeah, the team. Just attempt one thing. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Everyone just loves that oh, shit. So yeah. Yeah. No, uh, um, any other goals? Other than that, like the Thursday, uh, no, there was just a Barkov goal that it was kind of the same yeah. sort of idea where he like flipped the puck over the guy's stick. It was, it was nasty. There's a lot of obviously a lot of ridiculously nice goals because we had quite the week on, actually quite a few days here. Um, I'll go back to Thursday. Uh, just bring up like the Wild Bruins game was. Super yeah, good. that was awesome. Matthew um, Boldy scoring his first NHL goal, and it was a snipe and a half. Yeah, oh my he god! Created it and yeah, it. like it's uh, I like, was man, so impressed buddy. with Boldy that game. Uh, Rossi, I'm not like gonna say anything like bad too bad. He wasn't uh, amazing the first game though. He was he was okay. Um, yeah, but Boldy like was sort of shining. Style. Yeah, it wasn't that noticeable. But like, it's your first game, whatever. They yeah, they're not all good. magical, right? Like some of the best yeah, players of all time. Somebody that did look good, which is really good for the Wild, is Capo Caco Kakinen. Yeah, <laughs> man. Why isn't this guy playing more? Yeah, I think they just felt comfortable with Cam Talbot. I was saying this. The I other get podcast, that, but why can't he be no comfortable sense. with two? Goals. I know, I know. Like that's this a thing. Gonna... That is like the hot thing to do in the NHL now, and it works. Do it. Yeah, like yeah. unless you have Vasilevsky, like mm-hmm. or Gibson or Hellebuck. Like there's very few goalies in the NHL that you're like those are like for sure. You can ride them sixty games, and the, you, you kind of have to. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was Talbot's yeah. not that. <laughs> Talbot's yeah, a forty-five exactly. game to like. Just give him like 45 games, Talbot. 50 yeah. maybe. Yeah, dude. Like I'm pretty sure they looked at uh the the dude that's in first in our fantasy league. I'm pretty sure they looked at his team and they're like, oh, he only has Cam Talbot. Well, I guess we'll play him all the time yeah. for this guy. Cause, Honestly. Like, what the hell? That made no sense. Like actually the last and thing I saw. Minnesota were also like. 90% of the games. Minnesota were also kind of like nasty. It's hard not to play your goalie. Like. I want to I want to compare it to Pittsburgh, but like our goalie, yeah. our backup goalie is literally unplayable, so it's different. I'll take yeah. Kakinen over to Smith any day, <laughs> please. <laughs> no doubt. Sorry. Um, another thing to go on with this game was well, obviously we've seen the second line now with uh, with the old Snacky Man, and this team looks way better with Snacks on the second line. Yeah, like way better. So. Uh, looking forward to seeing how uh, Boston kind of keeps going after this. 
still waiting on that trade once this COVID probably cools down a bit. Um, uh, they probably the one... are really not happy about that fact. Like, I'm sure they'd really like to make a move already, hey? Like, yeah, they... They, they really want something to be done. And just, ugh, it's, it's, this is such a bad time for making moves. Like, it, yeah, everyone I mean... wants to do something, but nobody's going to do something. Um, just to kind of backtrack half a step back to Pasta on that second line there. Um, it helped, but that's not what you want from Boston is the issue. Like, sure, it's a Band-Aid for a week, two weeks, three weeks, but why they're so damn good is that perfection line. They can beat any top line. You need to keep that mm-hmm. together. Like, this isn't a long-term solution is the problem with pastas on the second line there. Yeah, but um, I, I think you had to do it because, like, no, I I agree. Moves, right? No, I agree. It's it's okay, like so. it's like the Oilers what splitting up McDavid and Drysidle when they have to like that because it does make two proper lines and you need that. I hundred percent agree. But all I'm saying is, it doesn't fix the issue. It's a band aid. They still have to do something. This doesn't just make it okay, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, Boston, it was they didn't look bad. They never look bad is the difference. They just their defense yeah, yeah. is kinda meh without McVoy on the ice. Their forwards don't seem scary offensively unless it's the big three in my eyes. Like I'm there's no one on this team I'm like terrified of. Like, oh my god, he's gonna score on us. I'm worried. Like Taylor Hall, I was last year, but I don't know what's mm-hmm. happening right now. He's just kind of like invisible right now. But yeah, I don't know. He's, it's he's just here and there. That's for sure. Um, I'm just not scared of this Bruins team anymore. Is the fact of it, and uh, yeah. it's just weird to see. Weird to see. I'm not scared of them anymore. Yeah. Um, we should yeah, probably I mean, talk about that hit really quick too. <laughs> that Trent Frederick did. hit. On oh yeah, on. that kind of fucks a lot of people. Uh, cough, cough, me in fantasy. Um, but yeah. what did you guys think of the the hit? Did you think it was, it was suspension worthy? <laughs> uh, do you think like anything bad of it? Like, uh, not really. Like, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't either. I, I was just seeing because there was some. Like, some people out there saying on Twitter, yeah, no, like I was, I was shocked on Twitter to see. Yeah, I was so a little too. Hey, freaking out, and I was like, whoa. It like, wasn't the ca- guy. The guy started falling over. He was already going in there to like make the hit. He was doing yeah. that. That's what he was doing. Um, the guy turned around or whatever, went around that guy, started tri- tripped, and then he like kind of let up and kind of tried to hit his body. Like he he was going in for the hit. Like he had a split second decision to make. To if he like, what if he just stopped? That was his other option. Was that's that's right the there. only that's, argument against the hit, and he basically did. And the guy just kind of and he just bumped, bumped him, and he fell awkwardly into the board. I just, how do you? I can't be mad or have anything against this or anything. No, I'm then like hockey is like this is weird stuff that happens sometimes, and I'm chalking it up as that because it's I not. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, you know? but. That's what I'm thinking. It's not. I'm not saying it's a bad hit, and I'm not saying they meant to hurt him or anything. I think it was kind of he didn't even think to go for the puck. That's the argument I'll say. It's not a suspension. Like Caprizov was falling, he was gonna go for the hit, and like made a decision, didn't hit him in the numbers. It's just unfortunate. 
Yeah. But it's hard to say that I don't want a guy out there that's Yeah. Like oh that. yeah, I, absolutely. I, if I was a coach, there's definitely one or two guys I'm like, you're literally you're following through on every check everywhere. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's why you're that's why I have you in the lineup. So I like I can't I yeah. It's a hockey play that went. It is a hockey around. play. It's just the only thing I can say is the puck was right there because if you freeze it before he even hits him, the puck is in between Frederick's skates, and he could have stopped taking that puck and gone. That was an option, and he didn't do it, so it's unfortunate that Kaprizov got hurt in that standpoint. That's the worst argument I don't I would say against Fred. Like intense anyways it doesn't sound like he's out no no month a month or something but so it was it was a big part thing. of the game though you brought up the game i thought we'd bring up a big part of it that kind of no doubt no doubt no doubt it was i totally when, forgot about that hit because right yeah, it was just such a weird weird play incident weird little incident um, another thing that day that blew me away was just the jets not showing up or, I don't know. It was a oh good game. God. It was yeah. just the Avalanche just dominating. Oh, they're so like, good, man. Shit. Colorado's the like the best team. They're so good. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. They like they let in so many goals, but they're better at scoring than everyone. And, it, and it's not even like they don't try Colorado for a period, and then they're like, oh shit, we're losing four one. And we need to embarrass Toronto. Like, like, geez, yeah. it's just, yeah, no, like they're so good. A, I liked JT Comfer going into the year. I liked Newhook going into the year. And Newhook hasn't really been too, too great. He's been, he's been good, though. He's like, been he's getting been better as time has gone. He was slow at the start. I think he's gotten so much better lately. He's showing that yeah, flair yeah. that you need from the young guy. That at any given moment, if you give him, if you, you like second guess him or like let give him, him a little give him space. space. He's gonna that, take yeah. that, and he's good enough. Like McKinnon, like Rantanen, he's just not mature to do it consistently yet, and that's gonna come. Yeah, like um, just their their depth forwards are just way better than like we thought. You would assume it would have been like that's what I was worried about. Oh, Connor's like, like insane, by to, the way. <laughs> yeah, you had to like actually rely on a guy like O'Connor or something because we and knew, they do like the top Nishushkin. six was fine, you know, like Burakovsky, Kadri, and Comfer with like your top line. So like we knew those guys were going to be good for this team. Yeah, and then hopefully Newhook as well. But yeah. past that, it was kind of like we'll we'll see how these guys do because Joe's hasn't been much, and like you know, Connor looked good. Yeah. We'll see if he can continue that. And he like does. yeah, like you said, like this is so cool to see a guy like that just oh, and play hockey. And you didn't even like, yeah. bring up their most important depth player that's Valerie Nishushkin. Darren Helm. <laughs> Darren yeah. Helm. Valerie Nishushkin, though. Good, yeah. yeah, it's Nishushkin. He's one of the best two way players in the game, frankly. Mm-hmm. Like depth wise, uh, it's hard to argue. And every team needs those kind of guys. Oh, that's what you win cups with. Those wingers oh, on your exactly. third line. You, you make careers out of being a fantastic bottom line player. Yeah, absolutely. And every single team, especially playoff teams, need those kind of players. And, and they can always pinpoint them on every team. Yeah, and Dallas thought this guy was going to be a scorer, which is very interesting. But Colorado really shaped him into a great player. But yeah, these guys and... You didn't even bring up the defense in Kale McCarr. Like, he is the best defenseman oh, I have seen in a very long time. 
Yeah, and like he's, he's so creative, and I love to see that. He is the best skating defenseman we've ever seen. Um, I don't care. He's better than Hughes. He's better than um, Fox. Like he, no, he's I better than Carlson. Like he's smoother than Eric Carlson is, and I've never seen yeah, a smoother skater than Eric Carlson before now. So I, I just got yeah, yeah. I've talked about Makar before. Like yeah, exactly, we have an actual defenseman that has offensive forward he is yeah and stuff like the that best for, for two once. way finally you know like this is we've just been destroying defensemen for life i bet we could have had like way more paul coffees and uh-huh. bobby Orr's and crap like that but like we just don't want them to play hockey we want them imagine to how good hockey. mike imagine how good mike green would be if he was the exact same player but born for this year this nhl no doubt hey like, no. we might have a 40-goal season from a defenseman if that's the case. Oh, no God. shit. Like, there's a couple guys like that. Like, they're just crazy good and yeah. Both broken. broken. But, yeah, love this Colorado team. Do you have anything to add as well as that Colorado game? No. No? Cool. I'm going to quickly jump in and piggyback the Colorado game really quick. So I kind of already mentioned it, but we should probably bring up the Colorado Leafs game and the fact how the Leafs blew a 4-1 lead oh, that was satisfying. after oh, Nick Ritchie scores and the PTSD is back, baby. Let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was absolutely hilarious. I, I'm, I think you can be a little less upset because it's Colorado and they've done this a lot this week. <laughs> like if you want to like, be, I guess, but yeah. yeah. Uh, like I exactly. obviously it's it's embarrassing. Without fail, it's embarrassing. I'm trying to say saving grace, you got a point, which is kind of loser mentality, but you got a point. Um at least it's the best team offensive team we've ever seen. Question mark. Um, maybe, um, yeah, like there's a couple things, but wow. And the worst part was you can't blame your goalie. That was just pathetic from the Leafs. They were awful. They were so, so bad in that game. It was fun to, fun to watch them just throw that away. It was very, very fun to watch after Jack Campbell makes a super save diving across and they gave yeah, up like, on him. Then they gave up on him after that. Like, that is not the time to give up on your fucking goalie. Well, all they had to do was just stop Makar from scoring that super sick goal yeah, at the end the, of the third period, you know, in the high slot. Just, yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, but the, you're, that's not, like, the, that's a way the, easier said goal, than done. Like, it's Kale Makar. Goes through, like, four guys. Like, oh. come on, man. Get out of here, dude. Man, like, it is Kale McCarr, though. Like, he's, we just talked about, he's the best defenseman. McKinnon just, seen. like, dangles his way into the, uh, and no one's, zone, gets all tripped up. Some kerfuffling happened. They get a shot on net. McCarr's obviously just in this offensive zone. They pass it to him at the hash marks, and he just skates out and goes backwards and snipes through, like, three or four guys. Like, what? Yeah, no kidding, hey. No, <laughs> and that I, was the end of the game right there, Toronto. You were, like, going into the intermission, like, we're going to lose this game, aren't we? Like, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> I, and you bring up Nathan McKinnon, and he missed one-third of the games they've played so far. He's missed 10 games, so he's played 21 games. Do you know how many points this kid has, this guy has? 
Does he have like 28 assists or something? 29 assists. He has 34 <laughs> points right now oh, yeah, in right. 21 he games. Five goals. <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> like, he is insane. I like, yeah. it, imagine he didn't miss those 10 games early as well with protocol bullcrap. Like, Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous. So just it's always fun watching the Leafs blow a three a three goal lead, um, especially when it causes their fluke signing of the summer to be put on waivers. So yeah. that's a nice little tidbit on top of that with the with the Leafs. But um, I want to didn't they put him on waivers and then he had to play anyways or something? Yeah, it was kind of, uh, yeah, it he, he's on. I think he's on waivers right now. He played and then they put him on waivers. So, you want to know whose numbers are crazy this season? Yes, I do. Who? Nazem Kadri. Do you? Oh know yeah. Far? Uh, yeah. I don't know his exact totals, but I do know he was like fourth in scoring twenty like, games I know in. He's like second in like fantasy and like shit like that he's yeah way up there and he's in like the top five and like scoring and shit like that most holy times. shit he has 44 points. points he has 42 <laughs> points in 27 games 44 points in 28 I actually got two points oh, last wow. night so as an update that's that's insane like it's wow he's ridiculous god like this yeah. team is so good like it's perfect and i yeah. i i remember the other that'd be the other thing that really uh push them over the edges like like i i i know Kadri's good but like holy shit guy yeah um <laughs> i didn't i didn't know you could be that good i knew so like, i knew he could be that good next level i think i knew he could be this good being in the perfect situation like looking at him with the leafs he had two years in a row where he had 30 goals and 60 points like i i know he's like casually on like a 100 point pace or something but like with the Leafs as a second liner when they weren't necessarily or third liner even, like where they weren't amazing yet, they were just decent. He's on Colorado, the best scoring team. But yeah, no, now Nas has been crazy. Crazy, crazy good. Um this whole team has been. Jordan Yeah, the whole team. <laughs> uh do you have any games you want to bring up? I had two. Alright. Is, I hope it's what I think it is. <laughs> so the first one, I'm going to start with the LA Kings. Okay. Uh, so it was the the Kings game against the, the Wings. Unfortunate Wings. Yes. Sorry, Chase. Oh, that Something. was rough, dude. Yeah. We had, like, no uh, shots, hey? Yeah, that was a unbelievably brutal game. <laughs> that isn't even why I liked it though. The best part was watching NBA player Dwight Howard introduce the fucking Kings lineup. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every pronunciation was fucking perfect. It made me want to run through a wall. It was so fucking energizing. Oh I, I think we found the definite career for uh Dwight Howard after the NBA career. Uh, and an out line announcer for the NHL, the LA Kings. Exactly right. Just an announcer in general, maybe. Who knows? Because he had so much energy. It was 
fantastic. Well, we know how how much media likes to hire former players into their right. media teams, so wouldn't wouldn't put it past him if he enjoys it. Um, yeah, that was I mean, DC Dwight and him. Time's cool. coming up, and this isn't 2010 Dwight Howard anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not the same Dwight Howard. So, not playing wise. He was um, crazy one day, but he uh, he was awesome that night. And, I mean, it was a wicked night for him to show up. Clearly, because I think Detroit had like 20 shots, 21 maybe. Yeah, did we get to twenty? No, no. Yeah, yeah, they got to twenty, but like, (laughs) are you sure? (laughs) Were they actually all shots? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You barely got to twenty. You got twenty-one shots, but what was the stat? Was after the first period that it was twenty shots to two? It was bad. Like LA, nothing at one point. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm like I'm pretty sure after a period or two, it was like you had two shots and they had like twenty some shots. <laughs> like, I you guys were just it was rattling. Oh, did that kind of did show up that game? Oh, did that kind of humble you this year as Detroit? Like, okay, maybe you're not where we thought earlier a little bit, not quite like. Oh, I know exactly where we're at. Exactly where we're at. I'm waiting for this. <laughs> so long. Like we're not going to be good all year. I yeah, but I thought you would be. Anaheim's even gonna be that good all year. Like we're gonna have to start doing some of this. Like other teams better start waking up. Like LA was excited to play a game they could possibly win because they've been getting murdered yeah. lately. And yeah, we were like, they've been. Uh, they, well, they've been really good lately. Drew Doughty especially looked absolutely on a mission. Yeah, man. This yeah, LA did. team is exact. Like they're finally look starting to look like what we thought they were going into the yeah, season. They're starting. They're yeah. starting to get healthy. Their defense is starting to get better. Like this defense without Drew Doughty, like you you it's can shocking, see yeah. how much worth he is to this defense alone, and why that contract isn't as bad as they think. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not the first one to say I would trade for a Drew Doughty $11 million contract, but I think it's better than the other $11 million defenseman we know who's not as great in California. So, oh, what do you mean? Best player? Yeah, Eric Carlson. I'll take Drew Doughty over Eric Carlson and out and their contracts any day of the week. Oh, God, yeah, especially with how Drew Doughty has been this season and honestly last and- as well. And wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He knows how to win. Yeah. He wants yeah. to play well. He wants to show people that he he's wa- worth it. He wants playoffs really bad. And yeah. I'm not going to... He wanted the Olympics, so that's for sure. He really wanted the Olympics, but he's not getting that. So uh, LA is really going to push. Still for the World Cup, though. Yeah. yeah. Still got to prove himself for that. Oh, he yeah, could make that team. You never know. Um, yeah, in all reality, if it does happen, it should only be like a year, maybe two at max. I would should think. be this summer, but it won't be. Um, but I digress. Yeah, probably not a good. Um, yeah, no, just L.A. working <laughs> Detroit. L.A. starting to pick up what a little the, bit. Uh, what am I looking at right now? Is this real? What are you looking Minnesota? at? Minnesota. 
Um, just Minnesota not being in the top three anymore. Is that actually happening? Yeah, but by Holy points shit, percentage, by points percentage, Point, they, points percentage, they're not in. yet, not yet, not yet. Okay. Yeah, wow. they, they've had the a bad couple card. of games. And LA's the second, like, wow. Yeah, but also look at look at the winning. <laughs> That's so trippy. Yeah. yeah oh no, yeah, no, it's no. crazy. I'm just, I'm just looking, like, I Nashville's on a four-game <laughs> win streak. Colorado's on a four-game win streak. St. Louis on a two-game. Like those three teams are on a heater right now. Um, it's funny though. Minnesota is a better points percentage than the whole Pacific, though. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. So yeah. like he, they're a playoff team. So without question, they should be. They might even get top three, depending on Nashville or St. Louis slow down. Um, yeah, hey. yeah. Yeah. Oh no, but it I is pretty tricky. Definitely they win. No, um, keep this up. Like I, I like how they're playing. I love the team, and I love that everything's actually starting to click now. But absolutely, I don't see them, like actually pushing this greatly the whole time. Like even when they were good beforehand, were they ever really like a top? two couple team in the in like the actual divisions like they never really were they were always Call, hitting that minnesota wild card spot no nashville oh nashville, nashville they were nashville's like, never nashville's been good been like, like maybe <laughs> they've been one or two like twice yeah so and like they went to a cup final roughly around that time i think or maybe it was slightly before but like yeah they and, were and they were good eight, for like a year or two one, so yeah like they're like they're insane right now. Like high. they're just on, on a high. high. They're winning every game they play. Like you they still score like yeah. yeah. Um, however, with how they're playing, if they miss playoffs, they're a disgrace of a hockey team. Like they cannot miss playoffs at all. Mm-hmm. They have to be in pretty comfortably, I think, with how much of a lead they have. So. I don't, I don't know. think they have to be. They're really technically only a couple wins away from somebody. Yeah, else but that's still, but, still, that's still. But no, no, they should make the playoffs. They honestly should. I'm with you on that. They really should make the playoffs. If I they don't, then that's the team I make fun of. Especially all with the cap space and stuff, and the ability to make a move. Ability to make really, a move. You really have dumb. have the best goalie. Yeah. Have one of the best D man. Have one of the most creative forwards, and you're. Somehow rejuvenated Duchesne to yeah. be decent. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. We're gonna have to go over some. I might have to do some projections again or some some predictions again because yeah, now that we've yeah. gotten past that, well, Bruce Boudreaux got that team going again, so I'm feeling pretty nice with the old Vancouver. I'm thinking thinking about kicking Calgary out again. I don't Ooh. know. I'm starting to feel not so. I like this. I like this Calgary team. I think they're playing fine. I do. I do. They're just, I like 10 teams. Maybe that's <laughs> Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's very accurate for the first year in history. Like everyone always says, Oh, there's only one cup to give out. Why do you give up so much stuff? Like if you're not like one of the three teams who are going to win it, like this year, there's literally 12 teams that could win it. That there's twelve yeah, teams there's, I can picture lifting the cup this year, and that's unheard of. And there's ten teams on each side that should be yeah. in the playoff. Should oh yeah, easily it feels like I guess yeah yeah exactly. It's starting to divide the league a little bit more. Um, we're starting to see which is the bottom half, middle, and top a little bit better, but that's good. Uh, yeah, like it blows me away that Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Dallas are four, five, and six right yeah. there. Yeah. Blowing me away. I, Edmonton still, still chill. Vancouver, man, I, I yeah. Have, 
I'm sitting. I'm comfortable with Edmonton. Edmonton to me is like, I got no really that much. If they go below or equal to 500, then I'll be worried. Like if they lose four of their next five or something like that, like somewhere in that, maybe three of their next four, I'll start worrying. But like, give them a couple games. I'm sure they'll sort it out. Don't make a panic move. Don't do anything stupid. Just kind of try and steady the horse. Go forward. Play Stuart Skinner. Like, if Koskinen is not playing good enough, play the guy who's had a good season. Like, you need a quick fix now. But you can't make a trade because you'll lose that trade typically being in a panic state. Play Skinner. You play Skinner. He's the reliable goalie today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's wonder, that I'm simple. Really confused. I'm we're wondering how this is gonna pry out because obviously if Smith plays any good game, they'll play him because that's what yeah. they've been doing. Last I'm okay years. with Smith um, actually like playing. It's just the fact that he's injured all the time. If Smith and Skinner were goalies for the rest of the year, I'm more comfortable than probably Smith and Koskinen. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Skinner's been pretty good this year. The stats have shown it. Yeah. I just play him. Just play him. Um Yeah, they gotta find a way to make a move on that goaltender switch. Like I'd really like eventually, to see but yeah. go. Like if you can yeah. actually nab Varlama for a decent price, like the guy's at least signed next year. That's so not bad. At least the only down so bad about it. No what though? I don't love that. Honestly, I think Varlamov is only as good as the system he plays in, and Edmonton would eat him up. We've seen that he can't handle tons and tons of high-danger shots. He needs people to keep him on the outside, and the Oilers do not do that. <laughs> I worry about Varlamov going if they make a move there, oh, yeah. personally. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't trust... Like, there's certain goalies that are very good, but only in a certain system. There's a lot of players that way, too. And Varlamov is very much needs a defensive system to be good. He will stop every easy shot yeah, for the most part. Yeah, but it seem like that because he's been with the Islanders the last little bit. Like, we got to remember he was with, like, yeah, the other, Colorado, like, Colorado and, and not very like good. Like, they were, he was bad, too. He was, like, when they were tr- hurt or he was super good is basically who Varlamov has been. I, I <laughs> never thought he was that great. Or- Oh yeah, he's, never he's, really cared for him. He was he had a couple of years not, where not he was decent. He keeps getting hurt. Like that's been his yeah. Career from I I do not see him as a good goalie in the Edmonton system at all. Not the right goalie personally. Yeah, no, Flurry would definitely. Flurry's a little bit better. I don't. I and I'm not just saying Novarlamov. I'm not saying Novarlamov just because I want Flurry either. Fucking move. Not yet. It's panic time. You don't do it today. Give it a week. Give it two weeks if you need. Like, settles down. Get a grasp well, of we your gotta, team. We got to see if Smith can play, obviously. We still don't well, even know absolutely. if he can play. He hasn't even played enough games and hasn't had any sort of consistency yet. We don't even know if he can play. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. But, Which is weird because he was, like, one of the best goalies last year. But Condensed but yeah, schedule, you're, you're, less before, games. Like what you were saying there earlier about Edmonton, like, they're above 500. Like, that's... That's kind of the same with like Dallas. Dallas is way above technically 517, 13, and two. Um, 
Yeah. Winnipeg's a little bit behind. They're getting worrisome. But like I'm more worried. Games, let's put it this way. Games, like, I am way more worried about behind. Winnipeg and Dallas than I am about Edmonton. Oh, way, yeah, yeah, way, sure. way because, more. Oh, yeah. Well, how do you be worried about McDavid and Dreisaitl? Well, that's the point. Darnell there. So, right? But, like, that's the point. They should be a playoff team, and they probably will mm-hmm. be. So, like, I don't... People are hitting the panic button, like, oh, they're not good. Yeah. Do you know when they need to be good? April. <laughs> like, they playoff yeah, time. Well, I assume... More consistent they just got to be good in the playoffs. Like, if they get there, that's the biggest thing. Like, I know you want to be better going into playoffs, but guess what? There's still how many games left, yeah, right? Exactly. So many There's like games. 48 Hopefully games so left games. for Edmonton. Hopefully so. so many games. Well, I think they'd probably push Hopefully the season back. They'll play yeah. 82. That's their primary goal. That's the only thing they care about the NHL exactly. this year. They will play 82. Hopefully. The season might get pushed back, but they'll play 82. Um, it's kind of like bounce back off of Edmonton for a second. Jordan, you said you had another game to talk about. I did, yeah. Yeah, why don't you share that with the class? <laughs> it's a bit of an unfortunate one, but there is a positive. It is the uh, Wild versus Washington. Oh, I'm so happy you brought this up because I almost had to bring it up because you did. But yeah, <laughs> talk about it. Talk about the crazy scenes. And... All right, so let's get the elephant out of the room. What a goal from Carl Hagelin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sniped it right in the oh, middle of the so net. Just watching it. The fact, the the fact that that ruined Zach Fucali's longest, longest streak is insane. Yeah. It's so hilarious. You know what? The good news, he got the record at least. He did get the record. Um, And and regardless of that, Zach Fucali has played exceptional in every single game he has been put into. He's starting tonight, actually. Yeah, and I don't see why he shouldn't be because Sammy has been down. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Play the hot goalie right now especially when you're washington you're flying high like you can take yeah. risks like you lose a game yeah. with spookali who gives a shit like just put in exactly. vanacek or sammy if as long as they're not in protocol or hurt or something then but yeah, yeah. Exactly. no um how about the game though which uh were you really disappointed because the caps kind of had a stranglehold of winnipeg for the first yeah. half of that game i was disappointed but at the same time i saw a lot of good things yeah, like and, McMichael and, scoring, yeah, McMichael which is nice. Michael was awesome. Zach Fucali absolutely stonewalling Ryan Hartman was. Oh, that was yeah. unbelievable. Was that oh, that jump across? Say that was. Yeah. Holy shit. Your power play is fucking like scary as shit, like as always. Exactly. Like, well, I'm not too worried about it. Oh, absolutely I mean, not. But... Shit one to lose. Absolutely. And then, of course, it goes to overtime, and you know we're not winning that. (laughs) Especially Minnesota, to be fair. They're so good in overtime. But, uh, no, very good game. Unfortunate that Ficali's streak had to end because of Carl Hagelin, his own winger. But it's kind of a funny story. We haven't seen that happen in a while. And it's even funnier for me because it's the Caps, so... At least we're in a position where I think the team can have a good laugh about it and carry on. Oh, absolutely. You guys are f- on fire, flying away. 
not worried about the Caps one bit. Honestly, there's the four teams in the Metro, the top four, not worried about one bit. Um, and speaking of one of those top four, let's talk about quickly the Pittsburgh Flyers game. Um, I don't really want to talk much about Pittsburgh because that game just showed Pittsburgh's just dominant. When they want the game, they're just going to take it. And they took it from Philly, but oh boy, is Philly bad. Like, I I can't, I, I just can't imagine how... It's crazy to me. Their defense is just it's it's not there. There's not one person on that defense where I'm like, ooh, mm. he's pretty decent, stopped us a lot. Like even like there's yeah. just no one. No one seems motivated. Their forward group, the lines are wrong. They're they're not they're wrong. I don't know <laughs> I don't know what and how to fix them necessarily right now. So it's not like I'm dialed in on Philly right now. Oh yeah, right. That actually reminds me. I was asking you this. Like, did they are they missing Boracek this much? Oh, like, like yeah. was he that much of your yeah. offense? Like they have like, no creativity. So like clearly the forty assists that he got created forty goals, not Cam yep. Atkinson getting twenty goals. That's yeah. not helping you. No, um, it doesn't. Again, I love Cam Atkinson's really good on that team. Like, there's a couple individual players I really like on that forward group. Morgan Frog. Like half of these players, man. Like I love half of these awesome. players, but no sense why they're it's so the lines they're putting together. I'm really confused about oh, because yeah. look at this sick first line they got going right now. Like obviously people are all, Joel Fairby, Scott Lawton, Cam Atkinson. Tight. Yeah, yeah, mm. not good. Casey it's stuff. just God. I don't, I don't like anyone yeah, who's playing with each other i would i understand that like they're going through protocol like you just said chase but and injuries uh, and injuries but they it's so is everyone and they just they can't play as a team none of them all play for each other like you can have a thousand injuries on this Flyers team. You guys should be able to handle that. You guys got yep. mad prospects. You got mad players. Like yeah, Cam York. Cam like York played. Four people getting hurt. Like Cam York. Lots of good, made his debut you know, against Pittsburgh. Uh, Morgan Frost was like really scary for the first like ten minutes, and then he got benched for some reason. Um, or I don't know about bench, but he definitely wasn't playing as much. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I look at this Flyers team. Carter Hart's pretty decent, but like doesn't really have anything in front of him. Um, for funniest thing about this is Philly's never had a goalie. They finally got a goalie in their team. It's shit. Yeah, yeah, I heard people uh, talking about that's how good so he was funny. playing and stuff on the he wasn't in that like, game or something. He wasn't was like, like so so good, but he was all right for a. No, they were just talking about his play and stuff like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like, how do you even bring up He's his decent. play with the team playing like this? You know, like, it's, it's like just, the Vancouver situation yeah. before. Like, with Demko being so good, but Vancouver lost yeah, all the time. Exactly. Similar to that. But, like, it just seems worse with Philly because there's no hope or direction. You already fired the coach. So, it's it's the players. Mm-hmm. Unless you hired like, wrong again. Then it's the GM's fault, but I think Fletcher's done, like sooner rather than later. Like, yeah, they really should not have done that. 
Maybe all uh, firing. If maybe. he does one more move that's questionable in any which way, I think he's gone. Um, I think this is kind of the. Remember when Shirelli with Edmonton signed Koskin to that deal, and then the next day he was fired. Chuck Fletcher's that away from yeah. being canned. Yeah, in, the, in the blessing in disguise. It was such a good signing, in a sense. It was. Yeah, such a good it signing. was because it got rid of Shirelli, but like it's still hurting them today. Um, yeah, no, I think it, I'm, I'm starting to think it was a blessing in disguise. I think they needed absolutely in a way or not good goalie paid overpaid for a few years. It's just like that just much them, just it, to make them build instead of just trying to trade for things. And but like, no, what's crazy like to me is looking at cost in his deal and what he had shown for an extent. I know, hey, like I've been, extension like, is like he where gets, like, called some guy in the KHL and was just like, where do you get four and a half mil? Like, where do you, yeah, like I if he <laughs> would have given him three, three. <laughs> yeah, if he would have given him three, I would have still been pissed. But you're could have been four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like come on, man. Like it, it's oh, three and a half, four. Like three is like. Jeez, you yeah, could not. Totally he, you could not offered him like, two and a half, and he wouldn't have accepted it. Being a twenty-nine-year-old, thirty-year-old goalie, never played. Just like here's two million dollars for you. He's gonna say no to that. Are you kidding? I bet you could work him into two million dollars. Should be like, okay, sign somewhere else for f- four million. Not here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, no, unbelievable. Unbelievable. What's um, What's that, Jordan? Oh, I was just saying, like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Chase. Uh, go on. Um, I was, are you done with the old... Uh, I was gonna yeah, done with the pens. Uh, yeah, if you want to piggyback on the pens quick, I can I can talk to you about oh. Pittsburgh stuff. Yeah, um, uh, let's talk about them just getting that 10-game winning streak ended by the old superstars. Rant, rant, uh, rant. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Obviously. Oh, and I end. I didn't um, see the, the game period. by the way. I didn't really see the game cuz I okay, was well, I had family Christmas uh with my grandparents, so I missed the okay, game. So basically you guys were who you were the whole time before that for the first period came out just yeah, guns blazing and scored two goals. Just super epic. Hell Dallas yeah. was just like going into the intermission like we're probably going to lose, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> and no, it, they they the stars they did what their top line was their top line to <laughs> like we've, we they did what they, we've seen them do in past when they were good and like when they went to the finals and stuff like that they they stifled the offense they slowed the game down they found ways to poke and poke and poke until at least they weren't scoring goals and just slowly turned the t- tide around like gurry anov got a goal in the second period um, and then Jason the Robertson had three were, assists. Yeah, they were just so stoked getting out of that second period. Uh, yep. 2-1 Dallas, and I think that's really all they needed. And that's yep. just how it was. Pavelski, obviously, he's got to come up big. That's just how that line or that line is, you know. That's, first it's line, that yeah, first line. That was yeah. cool. It was, it was cool again. So Pavelski in front of the net, and yeah, Rupe just finishes it off. It was super super good game love this game it was so much fun to watch but yeah absolutely uh, that? that was rupe fucking oh yeah right he did that uh saucer to the middle 
and uh, hit off his back. I can't remember yeah. what the player was, Marino or something like that. And it like flipped up, and he had the the guy in the slot uh, had to like slap it out of the air. Yeah, Heisman batted nope. out of the air, and it almost worked. And then he batted it again. <laughs> hit it very well. Oh yeah, that was Robertson. And, Robertson, uh, it was yeah. a, so sick. And then Rupes is standing in the crease. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> lose, super fucking good game. It was crazy though. For sure, losing. Uh... Funny enough, I think I've missed in total like three or four Penguins games this entire year. And I'm pretty sure we've lost most of them. <laughs> Funny enough. So <laughs> I guess I guess I'm doing that's my good. my good. fan base. Uh, at least I get to see them win more often. But yeah, yeah no, hopefully. Um, I won't miss another... next game, boys. So we'll make sure we get the W. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you play Jari. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they had uh, say Stars had the Ottinger in there, so that was cool. He's like, sick, man. I love Ottinger. Like, I don't know if this is true or anything. Like he obviously they've been haven't haven't had him up all year, but yeah, I I feel like they play him in like the bigger games all the time. Ottinger like, when the. Yeah, like yeah. against the Pens on a ten-game winning streak. Yeah, like, uh, well, did when Dallas? When did Dallas like play previous? I feel like they do this quite a bit. They try to. One second. Well, when did they play? I think they did. Uh, play the... No, like previous to the. They might have played the day before. No, they didn't. Uh, Thursday. They two days Thursday, before, it so it was yeah. So like they were who played in that game? Holtby, yeah, I'd imagine. Holtby played against Florida though, and Florida's yeah, pretty exactly. good. I think they're on rotate, honestly. I feel yeah, like, like they are, but just, it, it just confident like in both. Bigger, bigger game. Like know the what biggest, they're doing? Game, the one that's like really like we need to win this game. It seems like it's it's Tottenger because I've I've seen yeah. it like three. There's about three games I'm thinking about where it's. Like, I don't know. I, well, I just like... need to win this game because I've been following the Stars quite a bit. So then. I'll be like, oh hey, this is a big game. Like they really, really need to win this one. Seen Holtby play Carolina. I've always, a... I've seen Holtby playing Carolina a couple, like a time or yeah, two. Yeah, I'm like, not saying that was the game a... they needed to needed to win. Like when they're losing and they're doing whatever, and all of a sudden they come against a good component. And sometimes it's, it's probably because they're playing Holtby and losing. They, I think they play them both equally. Honestly, like I, I understand what you're trying to say here. Like seemingly yeah, maybe maybe, maybe like the they trust Ottinger maybe, maybe they know? trust Ottinger in the bigger games and that's something we don't know um I feel like they trust them both better they trust them both how Minnesota should trust their goalies <laughs> so um to quickly backtrack to Pittsburgh because I just want to point this I have this note on them um and we were on them I don't want to come back so uh pittsburgh brian burke says that the penguins need to stop the trend of unloading assets at the trade deadline so our president coming out and saying we are not buyers at the deadline for the first time in 15 years um i'm cool with that i I saw that and like i'm a little disappointed like oh like there's always like a little hope in me that like maybe we would do a little a little something like even if it's not like major I know we already just made a trade. Want a good deal to happen, yeah, I just I, I wouldn't hate unloading certain assets to get like someone with term who's like an underrated player, like like a Lawson Kraus. I want no, I, I want a Lawson Kraus, right? Player. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like I understood the reasoning behind it was that we just couldn't afford to pay how good um, Verana 
Verona was. Well, right? looking at his contract, what he actually signed, I don't know. I think they probably could have afforded that. Yeah, but that might have just been Yeiserman magic. Yeah, yeah, no, I guess. That's true. But, yeah, no. Um, I just wanted to bring that up that we're probably not buying at the deadline. It's just, uh, there's always the hope, like, maybe get a Chikrin in there, like a big, being there on, like, the big left-handy man, right? But I figured, yeah, like a, fig- figure they wouldn't. A move. move yeah, yeah, it's always fun. You know, it's like, always, like... Might- we were excited about Alex Nylander going to the Penguins last episode. Like, I yeah, always like love a trade. Not, like, they're not going big game hunting. Like, what are you saying? No, no. He's not spending picks or prospects. Yeah, yeah no. A, a certain individual. Like, he'll trade. Maybe he might a make a like move. Me, he might make a sucker move for something else. Or he might make something like that because – they could do something, but like, let's be serious. If their team's gonna play like this, we're playing good. You probably don't change Believe anything. It. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Yeah, like, you trade like a high pick or something. Maybe. Yeah, a you trade across X depth player. Like that might be. What that's be in this that's like, all you do pick. typically. But if we're not gonna be unloading those uh, young assets to use in the future, then. There's nothing else to yeah, move. No. May, maybe rust, but I doubt it. Quite a bit. We yeah. talked about this quite a bit. Like this, they don't. They got to stop doing it, man. Yeah, and they are. So I'm totally Actually, cool. Probably should have stopped doing it a couple years ago. But Two years that's ago, why the moves were made. So, but however, there's a couple trades that have been made that are like look awesome in hindsight. That didn't look great at first, like the Kapanen deal. Like I know we pretty much gave up Rodion Amirov for Kapanen, but like. He kind of fits the team. I really like what he brings in a way. If, as long as we don't, he doesn't like break the bank on a contract. I I love Captain. Um, if it's under five million or like around that, I'm totally game. Um, but yeah, uh, just to move off the Penguins, uh, let's talk about. Should we bring up Dallas and the John Klingberg stuff now? You guys want to bring it up now? Yeah, we should. Okay. Uh, so what, uh, we're going to do right now is I'm going to play a clip of John Klingberg talking about trade rumors of, about him and the stars. So just give me a second here and I will pull that up. Yeah, it's going to be some interesting, some interesting stuff. So here we go. John Klingberg talking about trade rumors. Any comment on that? Yeah, I don't think it's entirely true. Um, it's not like I've been going out there and asking I want to get traded now or something like that. It's something that's been that's been going on. Uh, I'm not hearing anything. And stuff like that. Oh, uh, you guys aren't hearing anything? Jordan, no. were you hearing it? No, I wasn't. Okay. One second then. Let me try it one more time. Sorry about that, folks. Um, you guys may have to go on to the Discord to hear it. It should be going through though, so I'm gonna restart that clip so the boys can hear it. There we go. Uh, you're aware of the trade rumor talk? Uh, any comment on that? Oh, there we go. Yeah, I don't think it's entirely true. Um, it's not like I've been going out there and asking I want to get traded now or something like that. It's something that's been that's been going on uh, with the negotiations and stuff like that. Uh, 
I'm not going to lie, it's been a couple, few frustrated years individually. Um, and as a player, it all ends up coming to your next contract, obviously. And I've been a Dallas star since day one. Uh, I've been pretty clear that I want to stay here. Um, I grew up here. Uh, I got my daughter here and all that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a business. I understand it's a business on both sides. Uh, I got to take care of my part as well. Um, and it's, it's been standing still. Uh, I feel like I wanted to, after last season, I was pretty clear that I, clear that I wanted to, to start negotiating right away um, and see where we were at. Um, they wanted some time with free agency draft and stuff like that. And I understand that, but uh, at the same time, I feel like I've been here proving what kind of player I've been for, for eight years now. Um, other guys have signed right before the season before, and I wanted to do that as well. But lately it's just been going more quietly and quietly. And uh, for me as a player, I don't feel that I've been appreciated uh, in that way when we don't even negotiating and uh, that it's, 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 it's quiet. I just so, don't understand uh, why that stuff player, happens. It's so weird. Yeah, no, um, that's pretty much it. I mainly just wanted to play it up to where like the last he's, part says like, he feels unappreciated. So much. Yeah. Like, how many times do we hear that with like Benning and stuff? Like you just don't talk to these people. Yeah, like, like why are why guys? aren't like, you calling? Call the guy and talk bullshit for like five fucking minutes. Why the fuck not? Is that like, ask, that's something? Ask a relationship with your players. Yeah, Jesus like Christ. it's weird. that's a key point to it. You need to have a good relationship. So like. I understand like the business and like there's pennies and dollars you got to work with, but like he, he's been there, like he said, his whole career. Like he eight. wants yeah, eight years. years. He wants years to be a Dallas star. Keyword wants to be a star. He doesn't want to be traded, but if they're not going to appreciate him and give him a contract and that they haven't like moved at all. Yeah, like if you Why would you want to stay enough to give him a contract like in the offseason this year? Then then have him then, leave and find a team now. Then like you can understand why he's saying what he's saying. Like what the hell? Yeah, if I'm John Klingberg and I know I'm not gonna be a star next year, I don't care how good they are, they trade me at the deadline. They trade me at the deadline. Every team needs yeah. players that are playing for the team and trying their hardest. If you got a guy who is planning to be traded and and they know that why would they go out there and give it their all yeah exactly like it's it's just it's ridiculous i can't believe that this is why Klingberg is that in this trade is rumors what this is what's yeah, going right. on there's no communication and which is the D- gm's job to communicate with the players i mean through the agent yes oh, no. but like <laughs> Like from Jim Neal of all people, like I think this guy's an unbelievably good GM. Right. So like this is kind of taking from me left back field a hey? that he handled this like this, unless his unless this is how you handle guys that you plan to move on from, just I, like a bitch. <laughs> well, and I I want to defend the gym for a half a second, and like with a grain of salt, I understand like there's they have these high positions for a reason to make these decisions properly. But, like, you do so much, you're probably going to slip. There is a lot of players you got to worry about. But missing out on a guy who's been your guy for eight years shouldn't be happen. 
should not happen. Like yeah, and signing him over. Yeah, and, and here and other love is yeah. uh is a very easy decision, guys. Yes, yes. Um, I I'm just baffled that this is the reasoning between it all. So. Yeah, next episode I'll have some nice, sweet, sweet uh, Dallas Stars. I'll probably be using these guys to sell off old Klingberg. Ooh, little teaser for next. Donations. Some teaser for next episode. Some selling talk. Um, no, absolutely. So while we're on the trade talk, let's talk a little bit more and kind of tease a little bit more of that next episode. Um First, if you're going to say trade, I feel like an idiot because I was doing Boston trades the other time with DeBrusque and I missed Lawson Kroos. DeBrusque, yeah, Lawson Kroos. What no. do you guys think? Like, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a Bruin, Kroos. Like, come on. Yes. Perfect on that, dude. I, I, don't, I don't know what, I, what, what you would need. You might need something more. You need Kroos something more. Younger, and he's probably going to be maybe more of a force. He's kind of like an, a Josh Anderson. Got that big body. Yeah, seventeen um, more first round picks. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It depends what his value is because I remember I traded him in the off season for Pittsburgh to go to Pittsburgh and the GMs we did right. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you did. Um, right? I had his value a lot lower because I didn't think they valued him because they never played him or anything. But maybe it's more because, like, say he's a big body. I'm not sure. I don't know what to value him. I don't know how to value any Arizona player. Because they can value it whatever they want, but there's no proof that they're any good because Arizona's not Kroos, that good. Kroos is definitely somebody who's he's a he's a gem. He's hanging out. He's gonna be yeah. He's gonna be a good like uh, compliment player. Absolutely, yeah. like, I think so too. Line. But do Arizona view him as that, or do they? Yeah, right. I don't know. I just, yeah, it's tough to say. So. Uh, we'll see, <laughs> but um, also kind of teasing next episode. I got some chicken news. Um, we're gonna go dive deeper into this, like with some of our thoughts on a trade front next episode. But I do want to read this in preparation for next week, if that's okay to you guys. Uh, this is from Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick on 32 Thoughts Podcast. Jeff Merrick saying, I can confirm there are at least 10 teams in the NHL that have made inquiries about Jacob Chikrin. Um, also, Jeff Merrick saying, a couple of offers have given the Coyotes paw- cause for pause. Um, So that's a start that this is a a real reality that Chikrin might get traded. Um, I never like, this is the one guy you can say in Arizona right now. Like one of the few that you're like, this is a surefire top guy that you can get. Right. Yeah. And it's looking like it could actually become a reality when the coyotes didn't initially plan on this at all. Man, I, I, like I think I said this before, it's dumb to not trade for him right now. It is. That and, the fact that he might get traded and it, in the And it might be dumb for Coyotes now. not to take the big haul that they can get. Exactly. exactly, exactly. Like, this is a perfect situation for everyone, kind of, right? Like, Because mm-hmm. um, you could, yeah, it's just, it's, it's too good. Yeah, so. Now, yeah, sorry, I got more on it. So, I, I got some comparisons to kind of, so that, they made so uh jeff merrick compared this return should be sought by the coyotes to be similar to when big puck moving defenseman was traded 
Can you pinpoint which player I'm talking about? Off the top of your heads? A Jonesy. No, Brett Burns. Brent Burns. Like oh, way awesome. further back. Uh big Wasn't he a winger when he got traded? <laughs> he was half. He was both, but I he was turned into a D-man at the time, I think, sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, uh Brett Burns was traded by Minnesota in 2011 for Devin Setaguchi, Charlie Coyle, and a first round pick. So that's kind of a return. So what the Coyotes are looking for is a young player, a high-end prospect, plus a first-round pick. So, um, and he threw in a couple teams that could be interested. Uh, L.A., St. Louis, and certainly Anaheim, uh, depending on what they do with Hampus Lindholm. So, yeah, some very big teams... There's a, there's a lot more people interested. Oh, oh no, in? those are just I, a couple I, I of teams. I was wondering yeah, why they brought up the three, like three teams in the West. That was the only thing. Yeah, that's a little... Why would you guys bring up the three teams in the West as, like, these are... Uh, they need goal, defense goal. Like, more than the teams defense, in the East. <laughs> but, like, it's just... These are the first three teams I probably look at that need a D-man, like, that to push them over the edge and make them yeah. better. Yeah, I'm not saying that there's lots of guys in the that have just, assets <laughs> to trade away as well and comfortably, comfortably trade away. LA and Anaheim, two of the best prospect pools in the NHL. Yeah, I know. I do like what Anaheim could do with that. Cause I like can... Anaheim in there. If Lindholm's not coming back, like, mm-hmm. why not? Maybe yeah, trade Lindholm of... at the deadline and bring in Chikrin. Use, like, that assets you get from Lindholm. If you don't think you can sign him, I think you sign him if you can, because I think Lindholm is unreal. But that's just me. But yeah, just some just some chickering news I wanted to throw out while we were doing some trade talk. Um, now I want to steer this. Let's steer this into probably the biggest news of the weekend. Quickly talk about it. Hey, you guys want to talk about Vander Kane and is officially a free agent? Uh, Evander Kane clears waivers and has his contract terminated by the San Jose Sharks. Uh, initial reactions right away. I've got a whole bunch more on this, but just initial reactions with the termination of the contract. Uh, Jordan, I'll start with you. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, yeah, the stuff so reasoning why makes a lot of yeah, sense. <laughs> which is exactly what I was about to get into. Allegedly, he traveled from San Jose to Vancouver while COVID positive. Yeah, uh, I have the exact date. So on December 21st, he tested positive for COVID and took a flight to Vancouver on December 29th without permission as well as without going to the doctor and getting tested to make sure you no longer <laughs> had fuck? COVID. Because like, it's obviously against <laughs> protocol and is grounds for contract termination. Yes. So um, $28 million over the next and like And yeah. like actually illegal probably too, would it not be? Like, yeah, there's, the some, yeah, there's probably something. That like, and also it's like, the 21st of December, like that's Chris, like what the fuck are you doing, doing around Christmas time? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, man, what the hell? How dumb are people? Like what? Good God, man. Well, I think he's from uh, Vancouver. Like that, that's why I was going to Vancouver on 
but I don't know. Well, um, he was positive. I guess he did. He probably did. He know he was. Well, yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he, did. he knew, he but he, did, he left. Wow. So, like, I'm not like defending him here, wow. but like, he didn't. It wasn't like he got positive that day and said, "Oh, I'm leaving on my flight tonight." It was eight days later. However, he didn't make sure to go to the doctor, get checked to be tested negative, to oh, see okay. if it was. That's not. It's not bad, as bad. It's not like yeah. It's not like he was like got tested that day and the next day or took a like flight. Even yeah. No, it was it was eight days. Yes, he. That's that's the difference. The responsibility yeah, exactly. of needing to make sure that's done with your job is um wild is wild as well. There's there's also more to it. There's a lot more. Um, well, not a lot. But there's this. Uh, he was supposed to show up to San Jose uh, AHL affiliate, the Barracuda, on December 31st. Do you know when he decided to show up? January 6th. January 6th. He showed up a week late wow. on that day to his of, team. On a day that is like, uh, that's when they stormed the Capitol here. <laughs> Yeah. Winner. Yeah. So uh, winner, that that's guy. clear grounds, and San Jose were backed up by the NHLPA uh, to terminate his contract. Yeah, and we knew this was happening most likely. I was trying to make a trade in a way with it because that looked like an a way San Jose could do it, but. Well, this... it sounded like people thought it was a thing. Like, yeah. That just they just did that for. Yeah. For yeah. So you never know, and. I thought there was something they could do to maybe like mess around with it and be able to do it. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, I guess they end up just turning his contract. And it's worth noting that there are multiple teams very, op- very interested in giving him a contract, a one year contract for the rest of the season. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if Evander Kane becomes one of those players in the NHL for the next little bit. Uh, that signs one-year deals on every team just to get money until finally teams like, are like, no. Like Mike Hoffman? Yeah. Uh, a different s- situation a little bit, but he, yes. Well, obviously. Way more. Situation, but I'm thinking like Antonio Brown. Until... I'm thinking Antonio Brown as a comparison in the past, what he was trying to do the past couple <laughs> of years. Like, I think... He'll go places for a year, burn the bridge real fast, but he's a good hockey player, so he'll get a chance somewhere else. And then eventually he'll go to Russia and get paid. Yep. Because he needs some money, clearly. So, yeah. um, I wonder if that's the case. Did you read or hear anything about, like, the what's going to possibly happen with, like, the NHL? PA investigating this? I don't I know really, because all I've heard on like what that may come yeah, they've been quite close no, why they're doing it. Yeah, nothing yet, but the only thing that they've said is that San Jose San Jose has accused him, I guess. I should have pointed that out at the start, that he tested positive December twenty first and took yeah. a flight 29th without permission and didn't show up for this time. Kane refused, yeah, like, but so it's under investigation. So technically, yeah, like it's not I'm, true, but yeah, like kind of what I'm kind of wondering is like, is this just like protocol? Is this just the next step to it? Like they move, they San Jose terminates contract, the NHLPA then does this. Like I, I just I don't, I don't know, know. the NHLPA. Like, hey, we need to investigate this. To just they basically, sure or is that just that is their job when somebody 
files a termination of a contract. That's all I, I was. Wondering. I think so, that's what it is. I think they're probably gonna so, invest. Right? They'll it's probably, probably investigate like, to make sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To make sure the contract yeah, is allowed to be terminated, they have to do an investigation. But yeah, make sure the grounds are all good. Said they, in order to con, in order as a company to terminate a contract of your employer, you have to have the right kind of grounds. That's the same yeah. as any sort of job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I think, like you said, it's probably just like protocol things, them dotting their I's and, and crossing their T's, making sure there's, especially with the heat the NHLPA has been under. They don't <laughs> fuck up. Yeah. yeah exactly. And uh, the only, like, there's a few ways. Like, I remember when Patrick Berglund's contract was terminated in Buffalo, and the NHL was actually really upset about Buffalo was going to terminate. And they're like, no, no, you can't do this. This is a $4 million contract or $3 million, whatever it was at the time. Um, that's going to affect your team. But because both Buffalo and Berglund agreed and Berglund wasn't going to play in the NHL mm-hmm. and forfeited that money, it was allowed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, um, weird situation. Uh, just quick for fun. Name the first team you think would should sign Kane. Boston. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's not a bad one actually. Uh, Chase. Ooh, let me just rifle through these teams real quick. Just just like, name one. Just thinking... name one. Yeah, for now. Oh, yeah, well, well, just wings, buddy. Let's take the wings. <laughs> you want the wings? Take them, hey? Oh. No. <laughs> you want me to say a team? Um, yeah, okay. Calgary. Calgary. Will be Calgary? All right. Sure. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Uh, I'm going to go with... Actually, Vancouver. Hometown. Fuck it. Yeah. Vancouver, oh, yeah. Hometown. There you go. That, they sound go like a team home. that would definitely do it. Because in all reality... Oh, wait. Sorry. This is what I was going to say now that I'm thinking about it more. What I was going to say is whatever his favorite team is, what team he grew up actually gave a fucking shit about his whole life, that's the team that's beside him. Because if that doesn't work there, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Um, I think you just sign him one-year deal until he finally fucks up and you just let him go. If you have to send him down to waivers to get rid of him, like – you do it. Um, yeah, I'm going to... Seattle, gonna... shake that shit up, hey? Get oof, Seattle, pick this guy up. Yeah, that, that that's not good. On, hey? uh, I'm going to throw some heat and throw Edmonton <laughs> because they would nice. be stupid yeah, enough that. to do that right now, um, and that would be so funny. Um, but and now... you have the experienced guys in like a Kenny and Dave Tippett. Like you at least have guys that have been around and dealt with probably a lot of random assholes. Oh. So like maybe the better, better type of people that could take this guy on and be able to deal with them. And yeah. also it is Edmonton. It's only one year. You're just trying to. Yeah. You're trying to, to fix to this life. year, trying to fix this year yeah. and be better. So that's something that would fit a lot better for them for sure. Um, but yeah, are you guys ready to move on to Chase's segment? Our future watch segment. Future watch. Who wants to start here, boys? Anybody got anything interesting? Um why don't you start it off, Chase? Why don't you start it off? Your segment. Okay. You kick Fine. her off Fine. there, bud. Okay. Uh well, I'll start off with a little rule change. Uh, something I've probably brought up before, but I just want to get it out there again. 
change this offside rule. When entering the zone, once the puck is fully on the blue line, the puck is now in the O zone, which this basically means other teammates, your other teammates need to have a skate on the blue line once the puck is on the blue line. So you right. can have the puck on the blue line and everyone else can enter the zone. It's easier to call and it's easier to review. What do you guys think? I agree. Because I, I hate that you have to get it over the blue line and that, that makes it in the zone. But then once you do that, the puck can go on the blue line and it's still in the zone. Like, I think it, I think make it makes line a neutral. It makes thing. it faster. So it makes then, the game a lot faster, which I like because then there's going to be less having to slow down as much for offsides. It's going to be, it might get closer to call is the only yeah. other downside, but like there's a bigger like guys yeah. are always trying to cheat anyways. So yeah. give them that, give them that blue line area to cheat it's it's like you know know what this like, can be compared as is like uh the extra step in basketball how they allow the control step basically so yeah, it's okay. it's because traveling is three steps or more but actually in the nba it's four steps or more yeah because like they a lot of times you see when players will carry the ball up sometimes they will travel right and yeah and they call. it doesn't it get called call. or because they say they're getting control of it as one of the steps so it counts as your pivot or some yeah. bullshit like yeah. that use that in the nhl to make the game faster because they changed that rule in the nba to that to make offense happen more and more stuff happen and you'd be faster like i i agree if it makes the game better offensively and less offsides, I'm game. I'm game. Yeah, but like I, think, I like I think the thing. It's easier to call because, like, I'm honestly, I'm not. Gonna I have lie. A... I, I called it like this when I was a, a ref for quite a while because yep. one, it was a lot easier to actually call. You could tell once the puck was on the blue line and somebody's skate was on the blue line. You could actually tell that in right. the last time. You could tell that that was actually. There's enough of a gap between it to see and yeah. Yeah. Hey. Okay, so. I think, yeah. It's, it's like it's seeing the line of scrimmage yeah. on TV for football. <laughs> <laughs> Best yeah, example, yeah. I think. Um, can I piggyback off of that? This isn't my future watch, but I kind of want to no, uh, piggyback on a rule. I heard it. I don't know where I heard it, whether it was on TV, sports, or whatever. Um, they're trying to fix overtime, three on three, and make it... <laughs> So <laughs> what do you mean? I thought it was the best. Thing. Well, like just so teams aren't like holding the Everybody's puck for not three high on, high on uh, pot news anymore on the old three on three. Well, it's just everyone holds the puck for three minutes straight and recircles, recircles. And I heard yeah, someone it's say been going this on the whole time. Guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I started noticing. Well, they three. they notice now and it's just it's boring <laughs> because more teams no, do right. it. But like so well, many, there's only two or three opportunities through the whole fucking thing. Oh, pretty yeah. much, but like, but like, you <laughs> know what? It, it it didn't used to always be that with every team. Now every team does that. Yeah, they have like the everybody has like everybody same, dominates like, possession. Yeah, and it's just boring. So make a rule for three on three overtime regular season. That's it. That is it. Just three on three regular overtime regular season overtime. Make the basket basketball rule of over and de- over and back once you pass the red line you cannot carry the puck back yourself past the red line then there's no turning back if you want to turn back and go in the in between the blue line red line go for it but you can't go past the red line yeah man like that make it so interesting you could 
you could go five on five and just have no offside and no icing. Like just That'd do something. Cool. Like like they're three on three, no like, icing, no offsides. Yeah, it could be four on four, it could be five on five, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, like just yeah, this yeah, I think if, I'd like to see five on five again, and then just take out a bunch of takes too much like time like is the issue. And then icing, if you can, if that can pop things up to actually the time, it's just games going, take too I long think, with five on five overtime is the issue. Like it's the best yeah, way to go, but fast pace, five on five, good action, constant action, just like normal. Are like, you doing like five minutes, day. five on five? No, still, so people can just cherry pick like shit. You Why? can ice the puck and it doesn't matter and shit like that. Or maybe that's not the best idea, but still, like you get what I'm saying. There's. I'm sure we could do something like t- change, adjust the rules to. But like, what are you doing for time? Like, I like what you're saying about yeah, the, uh, the over and back thing when it comes to the three on three. It's not a bad idea because then that either forces an opportunity or forces you to just give them the puck or something like that. Yeah, go on the defense. Back to your five on five thing. What are you doing for time though? Still five minutes, uh, and then yeah, shoot well, out. It, the whole or... point of the five minutes was just to get. Yeah, it would still be the same five, five minutes and then shoot up. Because okay, you got to get those people. That out makes it better. Yeah, that, that makes it better to get people out. You can't like, hold people, you know. So, um, that was a big yeah. argument for this in the first place. Was just to let's end this game quick so everybody can actually like go home. So, right. Yeah. I don't know what the fix is. I really, I never really loved going to three on three. I love watching it. Like it's cool because then like it's just so much ice. Three on three. Yeah, it's just, it's fun. I like it. I don't dislike it. Like, I prefer five on five. I understand why there isn't. So I'm okay with it. It's just regular season. Um, Honestly. If they didn't change it, I wouldn't care. Would you, would you guys prefer to go back to ties or would you rather shootouts? No. To end games? What's no, better? Because no, people like always say like aren't better, so I'd say shootout. Okay, I agree, but like it's just a question I had because there's a lot of older timer people talk about it, how they <laughs> hate that games end in a shootout, which I I completely understand, and goalies do too, because it is kind of bullshit. Like the best team doesn't win in a shootout. If you go to a shootout, like it's whoever has the three better players wins. <laughs> like that's all it is. It's a talent. Yeah, like not even yeah, typically. No, I, like, hey man, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of on that side before they did it. Too. And I agree. And like I but, agree in a sense, but like once again, it there's also like actually logic. Home, yes. Like, story, like, yes. The the game's already so long. Most people don't even want to be like, there at the end of the game because we don't want a regular season young. game to end <laughs> up like Dallas in 2000. Like what was it, eight, seven, or something where they went to like six overtimes. <laughs> like like we don't want a regular season game ending at 3 a.m. Yeah. on a Wednesday. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. right? Come on now. Yeah, I don't know. The the shootout's exciting. It gives you some talent. Like it's it's entertaining. Like I don't. It that's is. Why. And it's a regular season, so it's like it doesn't care. It like, doesn't. I feel like it's perfect actually to end a game because yeah, it's a, one of those things where clearly it was a tie. Who's gonna win the shootout? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. You know. Like, yeah. Right. It yeah, it, it makes it more even. Draw, I guess yeah, it's like it's you know? just the same as like flipping the heads and tails. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I was just asking but, because it's relevant to ask. Um, but I, I understand the question because exactly we just said it, or you just said it, like you flip a head and, or a flip a coin. That's how we're finishing and how we're figuring out who, who wins. I can understand why people want to tie. Yeah, I, I, that, I just know. wanted to know because what's better, winning and losing that way and getting a mercy point or just both getting one point from a tie? Being in right? the NHL, I can understand why they say I'd rather have a tie. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I, part of me gets it, part of me doesn't. The enjoyment factor of shootouts is what trumps for me, and it gets you views yeah, online for hockey, which we need. So yeah. that's my stance with it. it. Gets it can get you more money with the shootout because it's a gimmick. Lie, the one, the one thing I remember from the start of the season is Jack Hughes doing yep. that OT yep. and throwing that. So like I beauty walking the Blackhawks there. Yeah, so it's so. it's hard it's hard to hate on how the OT is set up and the shootout because yep. it does create quick, fun, good moments. I know it's kind of blah most of the time, but you're you're getting like three or four unreal opportunities in an in an OT. So I don't know. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Uh, Jordan, what is your future watch? Mine is, I. As the NHL grows, I hope to see more outdoor sporting events. Yeah. Right? Like, how awesome would a fucking Battle of Alberta be at Lake Louise? Or hell. Like, I know. Yes. I know. Versus the Islanders in, like, Central Park or something. And know what they need to they're, fix, they're too? They're talking about it, for know sure, what, man. There's something I they need to fix is so the bad. teams that play each other. They got to stop doing the basic teams playing each other. Pick two teams, same division, who are good at the same time or something. Yeah. Pick interesting hockey games where it means mm-hmm. something, where it's going to have heart. Like, like there's certain obvious ones that would be fun, like a Toronto-Montreal. Like, we all know that would be entertaining, whether the teams are good or bad, because... It's the rivalry, yeah, but right? Like Pittsburgh, Philly, first five or something dumb like that. No, so, I get no. that, but like <laughs> it's just the it's the like Pittsburgh, Philly. That would be good. How about Detroit, yeah, yeah. Colorado? Why don't you do that? Yeah, An old time rivalry that would be fun to see. They're not rivals anymore, different divisions, but it'd be interesting. Like Florida, like the Battle of Florida. Do that now. That how much fun would an outdoor game this year of those two teams be? It would be Honestly, perfect. One thing like, it would be awesome. Yeah. One thing I'd really like to see, just because I don't think we'll ever get an NHL team in Saskatchewan. Like I, I wish we could find a way to have host, host a, host one game. I really wish we could. Like uh, even not yeah. even just Saskatchewan, the Northwest Territories, the yeah, like, everywhere, anywhere. the coast, like, the East Coast. Season, can you, can you do? Can a you do it? Game in the Northwest Territories. Is it cold enough at that time? Can you do it. That do one in Halifax. Do one in Halifax. Or, awesome. or, or even do some, like, even yeah, if they're exactly. not necessarily like, outdoor game, they don't have to be outdoor. Yeah, It'd be cool be if they like, were outdoor, but, but yeah, like, yeah, do in, some. In all reality. Yeah. They don't even have They do the Europe games. trip. Why don't they do it certain places in Canada that don't have a team? In the States that don't have a team. Uh, they're yeah, talking so about they doing it in Mexico, so cool. th- th- which is cool. But yeah, no. Uh, like they do have preseason games here in Saskatoon and stuff like sometime. that. Sometimes, like, yeah. But like doing outdoor games in like Saskatchewan or up like in real the games where you get to see like cool, where it's like Pittsburgh, Washington, Crosby, and OV in the game. Like that's what you want to see from these towns. We never get to see it. I think that'd be okay. cool too. Uh, piggybacking off of that, jumping onto my future watch. 
Uh, I'll tell you what mine was going to be that I had to change. Um, my future watch was I am so excited for the Winnipeg Jets to come turn into the Saskatoon Jets for a time being <laughs> and oh, watch man. some games. We were seemed like so close. I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I was praying oh. That was going to be my future watch, but it obviously we know now that it's not happening. I had so much hope for that 24 had, hours. Man. Yeah, me too. I was sitting there like, oh my God, please, please, what the hell please. Did, I, did, you, did you see my comment on Twitter? I was like, uh, they're like, do you want to see a game? In, or would you go to a game in Saskatoon? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll go to a game and get COVID. Yeah, I did. I see yeah, that. I'll go to a Jets game and get COVID. Yeah, I, I saw that. COVID. I'm the same way. Like, I was so like, pumped. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to spend my money on rent and NHL yeah. tickets this month. Yeah, like, I wouldn't give a shit. I'll starve. There. I'll starve. I don't care. No way. I'm going no way. every game I can. Um, I was so pumped, but unfortunately, that's not going to happen. So, I'm going to change it it's a lot more boring than than going to a game in saskatchewan see the saskatoon jets but uh <laughs> i'm gonna be a little boring with my own team i'm excited for evgeny malkin and chris letang to some well malkin first of all to come back but at the end of the year for them both to sign five million dollar contracts apiece for like two years and then yeah, we have all the cap space in the world to get Flurry and another D-Man. And we're going to go one last hurrah, a couple one-year deals, two-year deals, and just fucking go for it and try well, and win. Let's be serious. They, if, can, they can sign like three, four-year, $5 million deals. They like could sign $3 million deals. Honestly, they've made enough money. Like I, I, For five years? Malkin yeah, like it, actually it came like, out and said he's made enough money. So who hasn't? Yeah, no doubt. Right, like I'm hoping he takes like the biggest discount along with Latang for like a two-year, three-year deal. Yeah, whatever. Once we'll actually see somebody end their career with happiness instead of just yes, maybe we'll make the playoffs this year. Yeah, (laughs) like exactly. (laughs) So. Like yeah, yeah that's that's anymore, Jumbo Joe here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'm just excited. I really hope that they do sign cheat deals. I believe they will, but something tells me they they will sign. They will sign cheaper than cheaper deal. I think yes. they'll sign like a four or like because obviously I'm assuming these guys think they'll they'll play for another four or five years. So. As long as they feel confident in themselves. And well, that, Malkin we'll says like his knee feels like 200%. So, yeah, I think we'll see good four or five million dollar deals for that'd be cool three to five years. That'd but be a fantastic. Back on that, what do you think? Just to twist some future watch on you, when Malkin gets back, are you guys going to win a game? And how many games are you going to win in the first five games? Are you going to win any of them? Uh, one, all five of them. One out of seven. <laughs> One out of seven? You think you're going one out of seven when he gets back? Uh, we'll, we'll, our first five games, we will probably, if we don't we'll lose. Go, I'll say we'll, you'll go under 500 the first five, yes. five games. Yes, yes, I will take that bet. I will take that bet. Because unless Rodriguez and like Kapanen are just like, the best chemistry in the world with Malkin, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Or, or, know what? Crosby, Rust, and Gensel have been on such a tear lately that if they keep going when he comes back, he yeah, might dude, be able Russell, to hide. 
He's got 13 points in three games. Yeah, five points in one game. Yeah, what? 13 <laughs> points in three games. You know who has more than him in that many games? Oh, you guys should have signed him already, <laughs> Oh, I don't think I don't know what's gonna happen there. I don't know if he's yeah. gonna sign six mil or or if we're just you gonna let better, him go or trade, trade him. Deadline so you can fucking afford. That'd be nice. Hear the way things are going. Yeah, he hasn't even played, and we're so good without him. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I kind of want to trade Zucker for the cap now. I really want the cap space over Zucker. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't pl- I ha- he hasn't played for a couple weeks, and I forgot he was a penguin. <laughs> so I think we can do without Zucker. Um, but yeah, uh, I just got a couple more news. I'm going to go around the NHL. We'll kind of go through a couple teams, and we'll close off with Jordan's injury corner there. So uh you guys just piggyback um, when I add teams, and once I'm done, if there's anything else you guys want to add, just kind of jump in, okay? Uh, let's start with the Chicago Blackhawks. And, well, more or less, Mark andre Fleury becomes the first goalie in NHL history to beat all 32 NHL teams. So Nice. I was cool. hoping you were going to bring that up. I was, I was going to... I was gonna write it down, but then I was like, "This guy's gonna." I got it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know Flurry. All the stats, man. He's broken records this year, a couple too, which is great. Yeah, no, uh, no one said a really, really interesting stat. Do you, Jordan? Do you remember? I ask you because you're the one that said it earlier this year in the podcast. Who was the first player to score on all 32 NHL teams? this year uh, i do remember it was it um I'll give you a hint it was flurry's old teammate yeah it was one of the vegas boys was it carlson no bigger better player winger uh, stone <laughs> yeah the other one the other one patcheretti Patches, man. Patches. Oh, uh, it's patches. Oh my god, that is so funny. I if I bet if I said another one, if you would have said Riley Smith, I would have been so mad. <laughs> no, Max Max Patchetti. And the reason I bring that up, do you guys know who Mark Andre Fleury's agent is? No, I. Alan Alan Walsh. Do you know who Max Pacioretty's agent is? Alan Walsh. So just a cool... I I means absolutely nothing but cool. Old teammates both have the same agent. Both first to beat and score on all 32 teams and Seattle being that team. So... Just kind of, I thought that's a kind of cool connection. At least I think it's interesting, but I'm also kind of, I'm a hockey nerd. So, um, moving on, I'm gonna move on to the LA Kings as they hire Mark Bergevin as a senior advisor to their GM, uh, as well as locking up uh, Rob Blake as their GM for a three-year deal. Uh, what do you guys burger think? Man. What do you guys think of the Berger van? The Burger van in L.A. Getting nice, relaxing at the beach all day. Calling, yeah, saying Philip Deneau is a pretty good center. Uh, yeah. He's gonna win good us. For him. Go somewhere where everybody will forget he's there. 
Yeah, honestly. Um, Maybe this will be where Kane ends up. <laughs> yeah, LA. Oh, yeah, he, he does like picking <laughs> risky things. Good point. That's exactly oh, God. <laughs> wow. Nailed uh, that. Nice. Nailed nice. That. <laughs> nice. Uh, we don't have to think about Kane anymore. We don't. And then once Montreal renounces Logan's picks, he doesn't know where he's going to sign. <laughs> um, uh, what do you guys think, though, about the Rob Blake extension in L.A.? What do you think of him as GM? Do you like him as L.A.'s GM, what he's done thus far? Yeah, I think this is a fantastic move. How yeah. long has he been there now, man? Uh, I don't know. When oh, I'll check. It seems uh, like you you guys talk movies. about his term, and I'll uh, no, I'll I find mean, it. I think, I think he's put a lot of work into this team, and it's starting to finally fulfill the vision he saw of it. One thing I can say is that, like, man, he did not like listen to anybody around him. He did his job, and he didn't care what anybody was saying on his team, how old they were, or anything. Yeah, was, like I'm I'm growing this team. Like I don't care what he, you guys think. I have the answer for you. He has been there since 2017, April of 2017. He has been yeah. a GM. So, yeah, so he start, has basically made this whole team. Started yeah, the no. 2017 offseason. He has made this whole team. Uh, he's been there a while, five years now. Uh, well, coming up on. Yeah. Can't say enough and, good things about it. Like, yeah, I think it's a great deal. actually grown the team instead of, you know, being forced by transitioned it. say. You know, like yep. He transitioned the them from what people want, and I'm Doty, and I want to win, and like, yeah, so do I, man. Why do you think I'm doing <laughs> what I'm doing? You know, so yeah, for sure, absolutely. No, I like it. It's cool to see Rob Blake and that whole Colorado team becoming the best GMs and <laughs> the Red Wings teams. Oh, it's like cool. yeah, for their former teams, like Sackicks. The yeah, 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 yeah Sackicks. Yeah. Yeah, love it. All we just need now is uh, a Patrick Waugh in Montreal, and all of our dreams will come true. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Move, yeah, move yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then the Sedine sisters and our sisters. Yeah, they're there. Sedine brothers. They're, there. they're in there. They're I should probably. Should, I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. That's probably really offensive. So I apologize for that. But um, no. Um. Yeah, lots of former faces coming back to their teams. GM and it tends to work. So, uh, nothing else on LA for you boys. Nope. Uh. Well, no. It's just smart moves trading like a Jeff Carter. That was. I think that was a good smart move, move for Mother. both. <laughs> both Mother. teams thrived in that deal. Hey. Um, They're like, is this trade even done yet? It doesn't even look like no. they've gotten anything out of this trade yet. Because they, it's just a couple picks. It's nothing crazy. Um, yeah. Third, 22 third round pick can be upgraded to a second if the Penguins reach the Stanley Cup final this year. Yeah. So. And Carter plays in at least 50% of the games. Which crazy. chance? There's a chance. There's a chance. Um, Stanley Cup final, hey? Yeah. That's crazy, oh, hey? Um. Uh, I got just one more team and one more thing to talk about here. So, uh, Arizona picking up a new player as they claim Riley Nash off waivers from Tampa Bay. Tampa just losing everyone to waivers this year. Mm-hmm. Um, just shows how good their depth is. But decent claim by Arizona. Uh, 
probably gonna trade him at the deadline. No, I might be able to. Yeah. Like, might be able to get a fifth round pick out of him or something. Like, if you can get any type of pick for Riley Nash, maybe the Leafs want to bring him back. <laughs> Work yeah, good the first time, the first eh? Round pick for him. Yeah, exactly. Um, bring back him and Kessel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no um just a just a claim by arizona i mean he's a better player than probably their whole fourth line so it's an upgrade uh do you guys have any other stuff to talk about any other teams yeah uh, a monkey dropped the puck at the ducks wings game that, that oh yeah that was awesome oh. It was fucking. It was amazing. Like I, I, I dropped pucks that good. Like that's how good that <laughs> drop was. was so oh, sick. Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, um, dude. I should have a monkey. Why don't I have a monkey? What am I doing? I think it's illegal, actually, to have a pet monkey what? in this country. I believe him. So what a joke. I think I googled it. That in Canada, it's illegal. Um, wow. to to own a really monkey as a pet living living in the wrong place obviously <laughs> yeah yeah i gotta move somewhere where they allow it in the states though you can own a monkey freely in alabama <laughs> Arkansas, <laughs> illinois iowa in Denver, certain states in certain states you can nice. do whatever you want yeah, basically half the <laughs> Half of the states you can own a monkey. America's so weird, bro. They're just like, oh, you can do these weird things here, and you can in do these Florida other weird things in here. Texas, you need a permit, but you can own a monkey with a permit. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure some states uh, lions are pets and. Some states lying. Oh yeah, <laughs> you you we all we all watched Tiger King during the during the pandemic. Just rattling, uh, uh, at least they're all different over there. Hey, yeah, like, at least it's always it's never secret. it's never dull. It's never dull in the news. That's for sure. You just like literally drive like a hundred k, and you're just in a different world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's different everywhere. It's so funny. <laughs> It's like driving into a different country instead of a yeah, different state. Like, yeah, no shit, dude. no shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, put your weed away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, so good. I can say some really uncolorful jokes right now. I'm, t- bite, I'm biting my tongue so hard right now. Yeah, uh, so let, let's, let's yeah, let's move on. Vegas. I heard a rumor about Vegas trying to match mm. their LTI cup by uh bringing on the old ryan kessler so they're gonna find a way to just max this ltir so then they can stay as cheap as possible and save as much money as possible and somehow make this cap work but yeah um uh, i got some news on actually vegas and their cap situation um so how it works they need to clear up 10 million dollars cap space um but with all of the cur messing around it's like 7.6 or something like that they have to 7.7 maybe um they have to clear up that much cap space to bring in jack eichel because patch is not on ltir just ir i realized mm-hmm. and so we read that wrong two podcasts ago when we brought it up or whatever so fair point oh so uh, they didn't actually put him on the LTIR. no no they oh, weren't they, they were... weren't allowed because he's actually coming back sooner than 
they thought. Oh, so, okay. Well, okay. so he's only on the IR and can't come back. Um, but with space, so they do have to make a trade. Um, so Dadnov and Riley Smith were looking at you two very yeah. with very big eyes. And I wouldn't be surprised if Yanmark also got dealt in some type of a move. But just yeah. keep an eye on those names, that's for sure. Yeah, I wonder if they move a Nolan Patrick just because he does have a one point two or something like that. And I, that yeah. extra cap. Like I they're probably gonna stay away from Stevenson, but like I wonder yeah, if it's you a keep Stevenson. everybody can if everybody can get on the same page and be like, Well, how about you guys lose Stevenson and we'll let you we'll take some cap, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that know, maybe, that's maybe I don't think you like can swing that. I don't think you swing that with them. They probably can, but I am at their worst case. You just give away Riley Smith, like absolute, absolute worst case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can they do only that. Have a second round pick right now. This year's second round pick, a couple deeper picks, but everything else is stuck in a condition. So that's pretty much, time. yep. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. Crazy stuff of Vegas, but is is that all the news you boys have around the league before we can close off with the injury corner? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's close off with this injury corner. Uh, to start with, we've got Barrett Hayton. He will be out until the end of February with what is claimed to be a minor hand injury. Man, that was a that's a tough break. Don't want to lose him. Don't have very many yeah. players. Yeah, that's not good. Don't have any uh, players. Yeah, exactly. And it gets worse. Well, I guess that's he why they claim the first line. He created they, like the only actual NHL line they I, had on their team with like Keller and. I guess that's uh, why they claimed Riley Smith, or not Riley Smith. Um, Riley Nash. Nash. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Jonas Brodeen will be out for at least a week with an upper body injury, so nothing too bad. He's a good Brodeen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nuge, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, he will miss between a week to three weeks with a lower body injury, so hopefully for Edmonton, that's on the shorter Ooh. side. Sorry, what was the name there? Uh, Nugent Hopkins. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, he's not had a great season, if I'm being brutally honest. Like, he's not scoring a lot, but yeah, hopefully he comes back. They really need to turn their shit around. Jay Beagle is out after having lower body surgery, so he's not likely to return until the end of the season, but there's a slim possibility. The Beags. Yeah, that's a pretty Such a shame. Second line center. If not first. <laughs> the depends. best second depends. line center on the, the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> depends when Nick Schmaltz decides to show up or not. Exactly. Picks and cheese. Um, speaking of Nick's, Nick Bugstad, he will be out until the end of, yeah, end of February with an upper body injury. Man, that guy's Bugstad. always injured. Always. Yeah, I know very, very Literally well. The- the depiction of lemon <laughs> yeah no kidding like i he was a penguin that dude was lived on the ir yeah uh, nikita zaitsev he will be out until the end of the month with uh, a heel injury not like 
Auto occupy. Yeah, much worse. I don't want to be too mean, but like realistically, Ottawa season's over. Like they're not making playoffs or anything. So and continue. The last injury before some injury updates. Jaden Schwartz, he had hand surgery, so he'll be out until mid-February. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, it's a pretty big blow for the Blues. Oh, I have a Seattle stat for you guys I heard on a podcast. Well, we bring them up. Grubauer is having oh, is the it? worst season by a goaltender oh, since 1930s so or 1940s. Like, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, like you need flurry or else uh, an expansion. The first year is going to be fun, I think. <laughs> Seemingly, I never, like, hey. It was like I think I've said this before, but it's it is mind blowing that like we talked about like the goaltending thing so much about the Vegas goal. Like who's gonna be a goalie for like how do you how do you you almost have to take Flurry? Like it's got to be Flurry. Like because how do you how do you get through a how do you be how do you become a team without having great goaltending? Like it's just impossible. And yeah, like, yeah, it, it makes sense <laughs> that Seattle's having so much trouble with this goaltending because in all reality, it's like the hardest position to actually work for a team like it's why teams don't make playoffs sometimes it's why teams fall apart it's why they are stuck in limbo and stuff like that because they just can't find goaltending like look at edmonton and stuff you know like wow so crazy the old vagos yeah sorry go ahead yeah go ahead okay uh two injury updates one, Ryan Pulak, he could return from his lower body injury as early as next week. That's good. They really could use it. The Islanders technically aren't, like, out-out. I think they are, but if they get hot, they get the right players coming back, and they need yeah, it on the man. back end. I, I do still believe in this team having a good good second half and getting close to the playoffs. I just I don't think they'll get it's in. Too many good teams to, to put yourself. I think Boston will I think Boston's in. No, yeah, Boston should squeeze in that final wild card. Yeah, unless just, Boston or the Rangers to me start dropping and really screw up, they're those are the only teams that they're gonna surpass. And I just don't see it happening. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Blake Wheeler as well. He could return from his knee injury as early as next week. Nice man, the fourth line. Third yep. line. <laughs> I don't know. I think Wheeler, they should really start considering uh, playing him low in the lineup and and reducing his ice time. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, saying he's not going to be effective. Like, I know I said that one day. I was, like, really heated. Or for whatever reason, I said Blake Wheeler shouldn't be an NHLer. He's obviously an NHLer, but... No, I just, I don't know. I, I, I do not trust him five on five. You're gonna get scored on when he's on the ice a lot of the time. Like it just happens. So you gotta reduce his role. Yeah, fair enough. He is getting up. There. You got, you got good enough wingers to cover. To, they have, yeah, they have to figure out what works. Like that's fucking for sure. You, like, you rely like, on Ehlers and getting, Connor, not, not, not Wheeler. You're not anymore. getting a forward group. That's what you're not getting. Every yeah. game you're not getting a forward group. You're getting mm-hmm. a line or two, and it's a complete gong show. You know? Shifley like, needs to get his head of his ass. Dubois has been really good. Um, he slowed down he's a little bit but lately, 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 but yeah, but yeah he's, he started good. That's got to stop. You guys got to stop just not showing up. Shifley, like, yeah, I'm so like, disappointed in Shifley's season. Points. 
Like, you don't have to. I'm not saying just because you're not getting no. points, dude, while you're terrible. But you guys have to, like, actually fucking be effective. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, to, stop. Yeah. like I said, forward group. Show up as a group instead of just who the three guys are going to play good tonight. Like, it's yep. it's pissing me off because this team's so much better. And the fact that Maurice left thinking that he couldn't help this team, like, I don't know who uh... guys. These guys need to help themselves. And maybe that's what Maurice was getting at. It said, I can't. No, no coach is gonna push these guys over the edge. So yeah. let's just. I have a question about Dubois. See how that's not gonna help because you guys gotta, you guys gotta do it yourself. Like, yeah, I have a question like about said, Dubois. Quick. <laughs> yeah, I have a question on Dubois, about Dubois. Um, now I'm not like putting this out there or anything, but it's a serious question: Is Dubois lazy? <laughs> because exactly. because i think There's of it this answer. way there has to be, there has to be. like we thought in columbus to. at the end there like oh maybe it's because he wants out but like what if he's lazy but torts just pushed him so hard that it yeah. seemed like he was a hard worker and when he is he is an extremely talented player extremely talented i think dubois could be a number one center if he mm-hmm. worked his bag off at both ends of the ice every night yeah. Um. I but he just decides times where he's like, eh, whatever. I'll just float. Well, put it this I'll way: float. He's, he's on the Jets, thirty-two games, twenty-six points. Why are you a minus two? Yeah. How are you a minus two? Yeah. What is, yeah. what is that? What is that, man? Your yeah. As, the def- that. as a strong defensive center too, line. and and as he's titled as a strong defensive center, um, that's not okay. He's supposed to be yeah. the shutdown guy. They've got a one of them has to be one of them, or both of them have to be both at the same time. And you guys got to start doing it instead of yep. wondering who's going to show up offensively or if I'm going to show up or what. Yeah, a, it's like, it's something. You, uh, yeah, like I, I'm frustrated. <laughs> Trust team. me, I'm just as frustrated as this team as you are. I think we all are. I think Jets fans are. Um, that's why I thought maybe the Saskatoon fans could really pump them up better and make them better, but guess not <laughs> oh we would <laughs> oh we would um but anyways jordan why don't you continue uh with that's okay there's just a few more, more things uh anthony mantha he could return oh. in february so that's pretty Ooh. exciting that's exciting for you guys you guys could use some more healthy faces mm-hmm. and finally we've got jack eichel he is skating with the team next week nice um that's awesome i'm oh i'm so pumped i am so pumped he's like a month away from coming return is looking more and more likely so yes 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 Yes. this is so good i'm so excited at least even though olympics are happening at least eichel's coming back um oh oh, i'm so pumped to see him play on a real hockey team oh my god um george so good in that jersey yeah, man, he already does. Um, but no, um, I do want to quickly throw out there. I don't know how this just casually slipped into the news, and I don't know how like nobody brought it up. Like even in the big dogs that do the researching, um, Nikita Kucherov came back from injury this week as well. We've got to bring that up. Last injury corner. I saw that. Yeah. I didn't think he was this close. Now, I didn't think they were going to do what they did last time with Kucherov, but um, I thought he was out until, like, around the deadline, not 
January, yeah. early January. I thought end of February, early March, like something yeah, around there. That guy, yeah, that guy's good at recovering. He's just as good yeah. as he is as recovering. So oh, no cool. kidding. He's just dedicated, man. Like such a good player. I've heard stories about him where like he got mad at his team and yelled at him after they won like eight to two and because he got like five points and one goal, but he should have had eight points and a hat trick and he got pissed <laughs> off. So same with Malkin, he smashed his stick into a billion pieces in the shower. Cause they beat the Leafs five, nothing. And he got five assists and didn't score. Oh dude. Did you see that guy? That Philly or did we bring this up already? I can remember that one guy just destroying his stick in the. In oh, Farabee. Yeah, that's who it was. I yeah, it was Farabee. No, we didn't bring it up, I don't think. But yeah, Farabee at the Pittsburgh game, just fucking yeah. smashing into a billion <laughs> had like pieces. A, had like a six foot or a six inch stick left. Yeah. <laughs> how about how about Rick Bonus trying to impersonate him last oh, yeah. night night after losing to the Blues? Yeah. Just yeah, whipping that it. Fun. That's a guy whose ass Man, is probably yeah, on fire on, right now with how hot the, his seat literally. is. Check on Twitter because I shared, uh, retweeted uh, the picture of Miro Heiskanen. And uh, okay, so like the yeah, blues guy, I like, see it, I the- see it. <laughs> gra- literally holding the guy's stick, and his stick is in Heiskanen's face. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, oh my god! Yeah, I can understand why Stars fans are mad. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hey, yeah, that makes sense. But it's just, it's still very. Uh, very possible that bonus's ass is on fire from how hot his seat is so well they, they played they, that well they, there was a game or two like they didn't keep that fucking ben sagan <laughs> together they haven't just left it together uh, yeah rattled yeah no really kidding looking hey. forward to seeing that line like find its find its way and he keeps bouncing them around he only keeps that first line together with robertson <laughs> and well, that line's their only, like, fantastic line, so yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. But anyways, is that it, Jordan, for all the injury corner and everything? That she is. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for watching, listening, however you listened or watched. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, thanks for saving me there, <laughs> Jordan. Uh, but go follow us on our social medias on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, starting to post tr- trying to post more stuff out using them more so go show us some love but for now catch you guys in the next podcast take care peace